All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of November. There's positive news in the fight against COVID-19. There are continued signs that the outbreak is slowing here in India. The country has now reported less than 50,000 daily cases for a week and this comes at a time when several other countries, particularly in Europe, are dealing with the second wave of the virus. What's more, the daily mortality rate fell to near a four-month low yesterday. Now, there's a lot of hope that the vaccine against the virus will come sooner rather than later and there are several companies that are working on that around the clock. Bharat Biotech, for one, has said that it is planning to launch its vaccine for COVID-19 in the second quarter next year if it gets the requisite approvals from the Indian authorities. It said its immediate focus is to conduct the Phase 3 trials successfully across sites in the country. The company's vaccine candidate, which is Covaxin, has been developed in collaboration with the Indian Council of Medical Research, National Institute of Virology, using the virus, which was isolated in an ICMR lab. There are more signs of a pickup in economic activity here in India ahead of the festive season. The government's goods and services tax collection rose to the highest in eight months, crossing the 1 lakh crore mark. GST revenue for September collected in October stood at 1.05 lakh crore, according to a statement from the Ministry of Finance. That was 10% higher than last month and September of last year. In corporate news, Future Retail has proposed a scheme of arrangement between 20 group entities and Reliance Retail Ventures and Reliance Retail and Fashion Lifestyle. In an exchange notification, it said that BSC and NSC ought not to take cognizance of Amazon's letter or the emergency arbitrator's order. As part of the information sought by the exchanges, Future Retail has disclosed that Amazon has sought 1,431 crore rupees plus interest in damages, being the amount invested by it into Future Coupons Private Limited. If you were unaware of the context, an emergency arbitrator constituted under the SIAC rules has directed Kishore Biani's Future Group to put its transaction with Mukesh Ambani's Reliance Retail on hold for now. Moving on, non-life insurance companies have reported a 5.5% decline in gross premium income, uh, which stood at 22,775 crore rupees in the month of September of this year. In other news, the Unified Payments Interface recorded 207.2 crore transactions worth 3.86 lakh crore in the month of October, according to information released by the National Payments Corporation of India. The number has grown significantly. In fact, a year ago, in October last year, the payments platform had crossed 100 crore monthly transactions for the first time. Now, this week is going to be an eventful one for the US markets to say the least, and therefore for the global markets. The US is going to see a presidential election, a meeting of the Federal Reserve and the latest reading of the labor market. The main event, of course, will be on Tuesday, that's tomorrow, 
which is the day of the elections. On the other side of the world, in China, there are more signs of economic improvement. An official gauge of activity in China's manufacturing industry fell only slightly in October, while consumer spending helped to lift services output, suggesting that the economic recovery remains on track. The Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index in October eased to 51.4 from 51.5 in the previous month, according to data released by the National Bureau of Statistics on Saturday, and this was largely in line with the 51.3 median estimate in a Bloomberg survey of economists. In international markets, it's a positive start to the week for all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region, but like we spoke at the start, it's not really an indicator of how things will pan out this week. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormuz, how are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. A new week, a new month. But what remains and what will remain constant for the next few days is earnings. And since we have a lot of stocks in focus today, I'll bring you the top five earnings reactions to watch out for. And some key takeaways from the earnings of Reliance Industries, revenue and net profit, though down from last year, were ahead of consensus estimates. The O2C business was impacted by inventory buildup. The management says that the retail business has seen a V-shaped recovery, despite lower footfalls. Geo added 7.5 million subscribers during the quarter and the company expects the textile market to remain firm on account of medical hygiene and technical textiles. More details on both RIL and Geo's earnings can be found on BloombergQuint.com. ICICI Bank reported its highest ever quarterly profit owing to lower provisions. Asset quality has improved from the previous quarter, while deposits were up 20% from last year. While it was a record profit for ICICI Bank, Indusind Bank's profit were dented owing to higher provisions. The bank expects the collection efficiency, which is currently at 94.7%, to improve to 96-97% to going forward. But it is this provisioning that has impressed JP Morgan. The brokerage has upgraded the stock to neutral from underweight and has raised its price target to 650 rupees from the earlier 475. A strong quarter from UPL, India business revenues were up 18% while the rest of the world revenue was up nearly 30% year on year. It has maintained its full year revenue growth guidance of 6-8% and EBITDA growth guidance of 10-12%. Net debt however was higher which it attributed to the seasonality of the business. NIDFC First Bank returned to profitability in the current quarter, posting a profit of over 100 crore rupees as compared to a net loss of over 680 crores last year. It has also reversed half of its provisions to a large telecom exposure on bettering prospects to create further contingencies for COVID-19. Just Dial, DLF, IFB Industries, Rain Industries, Sheila Foam and DCB Bank are some other stocks which will be reacting to numbers reported over the weekend. The details of all of these stocks will be available in our All You Need to Know copy. On to today's earnings, HDFC and NTPC are the two nifty stocks coming out with results, while Z Entertainment, Bandhan Bank, Cadilla Healthcare, Escorts, PNB, Whirlpool and Wockhard are some of the long list of non-index names. 
from earnings to auto sales. Maruti Suzuki reported an 18% growth in overall sales for the month of October, but the one to watch out for will be Hero Motor Corp. The two-wheeler maker sold over 8 lakh units in October, which is up 35% from last year and the highest ever in any month, according to the company. Tractor sales, however, were subdued. Both Escorts and m M&M Farm Equipment saw overall sales rising only 2% from last year. Some other stocks in focus, McDowell's Holdings has filed a claim worth 329 crore rupees as a creditor for United Breweries Holdings. It had granted loans to UBHL and also provided third-party security by way of pledged shares of United Breweries for loans availed from Yes Bank. United Breweries has said that it has not received any communication as yet from the official liquidator of Karnataka. Axis Bank has revised its agreement with Max Financial. The lender, along with its subsidiaries Axis Capital and Axis Securities, will acquire a total of 19% stake in Max Life. Axis Bank will hold up to 9% stake, while Axis Capital and Axis Securities will acquire up to 3%. Axis and its entities will also have the right to acquire another 7% in Max Life in one or more tranches. Watch out for Coal India, where offtake for the month of October has risen 25% from last year, while production was up 18%. And also watch for Sun Pharma, which has announced a five-year sustained efficacy and safety results for Illumaya in patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty showed that the index traded around the mark of 11,670. Do log in to BloombergQuint.com for all the market-moving stories that you would want to catch up on during the trading day. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an amazing week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.